0: Right, we are here at uh, Kentuckiana Lodge and uh, catching up with Grant Goody. Firstly, Grant, welcome. Great to have you here and uh, sun's out and so we're enjoying life. We generally have a little bit of fun. I'm over here for Grand Prix week, but I want to try and get um, people thinking a little bit. I caught up with Mark Purden earlier on this morning as well, but um, just after the recent running of the Breeders' Crown and um, trying I suppose, get a bit of understanding and potentially where it is and where it where it's going to be if you like on our on the harness racing platform firstly you were over there the other day you had a runner um it's still a bit of a buzz i saw one of the photos uh you're in it's a it's a buzz to have a horse in a breeders ground
1: no doubt because you breed one right from a baby and you and you look for the sort of pinnacle of big races and to to get there it's just a big buzz let alone win it yeah and you know um
0: group of owners, I don't know if Cam come over or all the rest, but there's that little bit of fun, little bit of um, banter, we've spoken off air um, about it, and you know, we say about bragging rights, if you like, of winning one, but... The build-up and that is the fun with your mates as well, isn't it? And and also, you know,
1: some of your opposition. Uh, no doubt. We'll see here. Uh, we've come from NZ, and here's Cam, Cam and his dad. They've come all the way from WA, you know, Perth. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, horses are an amazing thing. They they're a professional excuse to get together on a chosen social occasion. Um, <laughs> and if you if you win a race in a dollar, it's a bonus. It, it, it is indeed. Right, the Breeders' Crown. Um, you've won five of them. Um, You've won a lot of races. so They're still pretty special to you. Oh well, I get special winning a maiden race, but uh, to win those races, they are pinnacles. And uh, yeah, the ones we've taken over, they're you know to leave NZ and the expense uh, warrant around it. So you have to try and take one that you think's in a pretty high picking order of its own age group. And you know, like you say, we've been fortunate to win a few in a few places, and looking for our next. Um, is it a race that's still on, you guys, radar? Oh, no doubt. It, it, we're at, the time, we're at, at the time of each season, you're as powerful of what quality animal you have in a chosen age group that year. Because, you know, if I had 10 rocket machines, would I be over there tomorrow or the one's just gone? So uh, we're always looking for one to compete, no doubt. you still sustain, like you guys pay up for the series? Like if you have a foal, um, you'll pay up for the breeders' ground? Uh, the Catch-22 now is, you know, what's happened in a bit of a whirlwind for the wrong way. Um, is because of the change of the timings where they used to be away from our uh, size stakes, here, which is known as 2 year and we used to be three-year-olds in our New Zealand Cup carnival. Uh, it's basically a, a clash. Yeah. So here we are on our home ground, it's easier for us to prep one here in NZ than warrant um, the expense and all the infrastructure to go to over there. So. I'd love to see it come apart so we can do both, I really would. And 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 it's become a little bit of a downhill spiral, too, on the finances of the stake values because the average Kiwi doesn't pay up for them now because knowing the percentage of us being there is very slim. So I, I know when I was lucky enough, that we were lucky, yeah those finals are three hundred um, and uh, sure they're quite a bit less now, but this is what's sort of happening really because we shouldn't be clashing, we should be as friends it's great for the nations of Australia to have the, to see the best as many times as we can, but we've had a a little bit of a strangulation of not being able to be there so yeah, so sort a of frustration I've
0: got a curly one for you at the end of, end of this actually in regard to to yielding sales so one of the and one of the, the things that you know always raises its head, especially in the Kiwis, were these almost walkover races where you would have two or three horses. They'd be lining up um, at Auckland or at Addington, um, and effectively the Australians were saying that it's unfair because these horses get straight into the semi-finals and they they, they effectively uh, beat no one. The demise of that is almost spelled about the demise, if you like, of you guys getting
1: across there. That's a very good question. Now um, in life you have to spend little to make a big bit. Yep. So in saying that, for us not to have those heats it was costing us an extra two weeks, two and a half weeks of travel. So we we're lucky enough to go on these heats, are we sure it was a walkover? Well firstly i was speaking in defence of, <clears throat> of Victoria, it looked like money poorly spent, uh, sure it did, but it made us get there and to warrant the trip. So Hence what I'm saying, if we get on the road with one, we could be away with going over to Heats seven to eight weeks, nine weeks on the road with one to two horses, and then we've got big numbers back at base here. So uh, I think they had to take a sacri- – well, going forward, they have to take a sacrifice for us to be able to compete in them, and then if we do win a walk-over or a two-horse race, well, we say, right, let's get on the plane. We're over
0: there. Yeah, and, that, and, and, that's, and it cuts down that time because then you're only there – For the semis like I think it was uh, three and a half weeks this year um, in Victoria Mm. from the time of the heats to the finals Um, you've got to be there a week before Mark Burden I I presume you'd be something similar you'd like to be there a week before?
1: Oh oh, no doubt yes Uh, um, when I travel from you know the traveling I've done over there I always work on minimum eight days Um, so you know the money's big so you got to be at at your best. Um, so you've got three and a half weeks, so you've got four and a half
0: weeks, you don't get on the plane straight after it, so it's quite comfortably there's five weeks, and as you said, it could be anything up to eight weeks, depending on, on the horses and, and the availability. So so the time, and I would imagine the money, and one of the other contributing factors is almost the staff, you know, like um, you know, to, to, you're going to have even if you go, you're still gonna have staff over there because like you you were talking off air, you, you know, you wanna be there for that last week, two weeks, but for you to be over there for that six to eight weeks is you know, a, a big ask on yourself.
1: Yeah, it's a demand in many ways. Um, like Brian Hancock, um, excuse me. Brian Hancock said to me years ago, um, if you had a good horse and go on tour and you're frustrating the owners of the ones that own the horses when you're away, all you gotta to say to them is, if that was your fast horse, would you want me with it yep. and that answers my question I've always worked on that philosophy because um, we're always striving to get the biggest and the best horse you know for whatever owner it's for so um, like you say to sum that up you want to be with the horse the last 18 days timing is a big thing and this year clearly
0: didn't work there was no kiwis I, don't, I, to be, I might be wrong but I don't even think you, and you may be a good answer to this I don't think a lot of kiwis were even thinking about the breeder's crown leading up to when it was because I mean your New Zealand carnival now is so so big you had a runner w- like were you actually thinking about the Breeders Crown or is it really just an afterthought once the New Zealand Cup carnival
1: week sort of finished you said all oh, right the Breeders Crown's coming up well that's it um we used to strive it used to be so exciting you know Breeders Crown it was talked about the dorms. you know that's the kind of want to be in but uh yeah I was well not negative it's the wrong word but it just wasn't on my on my radar yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, and that's what you want. You want the, you want people talking about it before it happens, because that's what creates build-up. Talking about things on the day or the day before, there's no build-up, and um, that's no one's going to bet on the industry or invest in the industry if there's that if there's not that build-up. And the timing was just a little bit off this year. Is there is there a time that you can you can see um,
1: where a Breeders' Crown could fit in? Oh well, I think the time was before. You know, I think it was about three weeks earlier can be done just revert back to what was happening because we arrived and it happened and it worked so have it three weeks before your new zealand cup so to, just coming out of
0: that spring time try and find a time slot there that it that that we could fit for everyone yeah well suddenly
1: it wasn't wasn't broken so it didn't need to be fixed you know but um as you saw it has been <laughs> rearranged the timings but um no it's it's not uh, yeah, it needed to be. yeah what i'm saying is the victoria um, Carnival to be earlier before our one yeah and and be
0: able to uh, go to it from there the carnivals—it's um, it, a funny thing. I was here 12 months ago in New Zealand, and this time you guys were told about state reductions, um, and there was going to be, you know, state cuts, and there were mm. state cuts put in. Go on 12 months, and with the, you know, entang coming in, things, things can change. With a little bit of that change, it's almost your prize money now that you guys are offered here in New Zealand. Mm. Th- there's not that lure necessarily of of the travel
1: either. Uh, yes and no. Still for the big stakes races is no doubt. The age yeah. racing, um, whether it be Oaks or Derbys or, or Breeders' Crowns, you are still, when you have an article that's performing at that time, because I like to always say to an owner, um, a horse is only one age, 365 days, and so no more, no less. So you've got to make the most of that, because when we are going along giving sales, we're, we're paying, well, probably silly amounts for these horses, yeah, <laughs> to be realistic. <laughs> um, so we have to... Um, strive to get to the big pinnacle day where we can get a million dollar back yep. in a race like the Breeders'
0: Crown which can get the entire Australasian or Southern Hemisphere horses in it mm.
1: it has that. it's the right platform as long as the prize money's right and the timing's right Yeah, because in the US um, they run right for the years there's many a big race but their big wow factor at the end of this season all they talk about is the Breeders' Crown it's, it's a big title and it's a big kudu if you involved in a Breeders' Crown, or even get a hold of a Breeders' Crown, and when it developed here and down under here, as they call us in Australia, it was an amazing opportunity, and I just love it to regrow again.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's super important. Um, I've got a couple of other questions, but one I wanna ask you, and as a prolific buyer at yielding Sales, if you see down the bottom Breeders' Crown eligible,
1: does that sway you at all? Well, I'll answer that backwards. <laughs> if the horse hasn't got Breeders' Crown eligibility there, I'd go quite negative against the eligibility of that horse. That's a great answer. So that's that in itself is is awesome
0: and I'm sure there'd be a lot of people out there who'd be like right We want to get him, you know, like want to get him ready. When there'd be probably some people say, I wonder why Cran's not looking at this horse and it may not have that on the bottom of it. Do, on that, do you like as many, paid up for as many series as they can when you're looking at yearlings? Do you think that
1: makes them a lot more appealing? No doubt about it. For several hundred dollars, or less than that, per stake payment, when we're bidding for nice colts at 60 $100,000 100 plus and they're worried about their several hundred dollars of paying up to have those things are eligible it's a no-brainer
0: yeah, yeah which is cool. Um, the inter Dominion um, it's on as well and again timing is you know near on impossible for you guys um, over here. Where's the inter Dominion at um, for you guys?
1: Um, yeah, probably like I said about with the age group horses. If you've got a great free for aller, that's a, a series you still love to be in as well. Um, it, it's been changed many times as you well now. But in my opinion, I, I still think that you know the three heats in the week and the week later with the final is great. It's you know it's had a lot of tampering. Um, I, I think uh, I'm sort of traditional one way, but then I try like to be advanced in technology in another way too. But I think that's one that doesn't need to be busted apart. But all back to timing. Uh, We would love for the whole industry, for NZ and Australia, would we love to have all the best available at that chosen time? And not only for the horse, but the participants and the the social people. You know, a lot of the enthusiasts and the owners, they love going to Dominion. They go and watch those three heats, and they might go and explore that town, that city, within that last week, and they come back for the final Yeah, that's something that could be revamped. We don't... um
0: we undersell it i'm probably a little bit negative um on it because i think it's probably done its time but you know you, i listened to you just in the passion you said about it and probably the, the valid points and mm. that carnival because that's what i love so much about this the new zealand carnival and anyone that hasn't experienced it they need to come here mm. and experience it. And, I, and i believe anyone that wants to try and grow harness racing needs to come here next year mm. be here for kakura stay right through and understand what grows it um and I don't think HRNZ sit on their laurels either. I don't think anyone says, well, this is what works. But you need to be able because I think it's a pinnacle of them. But you're right, when you have a travelling event and people can go there and horses, you make friendship, you see other people, you watch other trainers, you get to, there's so much more. Uh, Graham Dwyer said to me yesterday, so being over, he's dreaming. You know, like mm. you get to dream that little bit, don't you?
1: What well, do you do? It's like turning your, your your used to year back when you're in a sports team. You're, you're at school and you travel in your room with someone, or you socialise with someone for several days. They become lifelong buddies. Yeah. It's that simple, you know. We we take life too seriously sometimes. We're all trying to win a million races and win a million dollars. Who, who's not? But it's all people and around and friendships and fun. You know, you, you can't price that. No. Should it have a million dollar price tag, do you think you need a million? Oh, like an hundred million, of course, but uh, gotta be realistic about it, but uh, a pinnacle race such as that, if it's not the top one, it's the top two talked about races in the nation, like a million is a magical figure, it'd yeah. be a good
0: start point. Well, that's what Mark said, I mean, Mark, I think he referenced the Hunter Cup, basically it's the same prize money, so he can take a cooter across for, mm. for the Hunter Cup with the same prize money, he doesn't have to be there for that extended period as well, so yep. the prize money is definitely one of those. At the end of this day, at the end of this part of the conversation, i like, you are going to continue to travel horses, I hope.
1: I've <laughs> got fast enough, I'll leave tomorrow to go somewhere. <laughs> and with the boots as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, well, it's uh, yeah, it's all back to the power you got at the time. But um, travelling, I, I love travelling for two reasons. I love travelling because the, the camaraderie, the, the friendships, the people you build up. Because, uh, like I say to my staff all the time here, you know, when you get to a stage when you're big and ugly like me and, and done a bit of travelling, so I could ring up anyone in Australasia or US or Canada or wherever, and I'm saying, oh, I'm lucky enough, I've got a fortune of a good fast horse. Can I come and stay with you? They wait at the gate with their arms open. That's how the nation works in this racing game. You know, there's a friendship anywhere in our business around the world that'll take you on board. Because they know, if you're lucky enough to get a good one, they know you haven't fluked it. You worked your ass off to get it so. And they'll do anything to help you Even if you're racing against them 100% um, We had, you know, lucky enough to have the Zealand Cup winner here With us this year And we had two in the race I was probably helping him more than helping myself But but that's just sort of, it comes from heart That's what you do yep. I don't know why, it's
0: probably silly But that's what you do Oh no, I think it's great I think uh, that's the thing, you want to see it I mean, you know, you want to win the race mm. But if you can't win it, you want your friends yeah. to win it, and yeah, everyone's everyone's happy for them. So I think it's great. Cran, thank you. Um, you know, it, it's opened my eyes a little bit too because I think both yourself and Mark, the two people I've spoken to about it so far, it is still on the radar. I think in Australia a lot of us think the Breeders' Crown is dead, and you know I'll put my hand up and say I'm one of those people. Mm. We definitely have to rejig it. Um, rejig, I don't think we have to rejig it, we have to rejig the timing, make sure we can get the timing where we can get the best of the best horses over there and and try and um, get more people travelling and and make something of these carnivals I think is the way to go Oh 100% Uh, as
1: uh, CEOs or associates or administrators, we're not enemies we've got to make a friendship and and, and let's make these timings sweet so we can be at as many carnivals as possible because I know for the outcome for the public geez, they love to see it, we love to be in it yeah, and then when the cameras are turned off, we can have a bit of fun. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mike. <laughs> Thanks, Wally. <laughs>